The following is a very important message. Oops. And here's my shrunken head collection. Oh my goodness, are they real? Damn right, they're real. And over here is my pog collection. Oh my goodness, that's, it sounds, it sounds like quite a party. Tell me more about this. That, that's my collection of voodoo dolls I made from the skin of past guests. Oh my goodness. I guess you don't need to worry, you have no skin. Oh, here's a cool one. This is my portal to hell. Doing? I'm just showing the dead skeleton in my room. Well, bring the guests back into the studio. We gotta start the show. Damn it. Sorry, buddy. It's okay, Zerberas. Three more souls and I get a free coffee. Better luck next time. Eeries, bitches. Mahoney. I have seen shit that'll turn you white. You'll be scared stiff too, 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 too. Dodge Mahoney. I bid you well, I bid you Break old time horror radio show. Happy horror coffee Happy break horror coffee horror break horror coffee 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 break horror Fresh breeze carries familiar scents from the garden, and the flowering jasmine vines snaking their way through the crumbling stonework. There's always too much going on in my house during the evenings to notice then either. With mom bustling around the kitchen and my two brothers jostling over their games in the living room. Somewhere upstairs, the echoes of my uncle's warbling chuckles, along with the canned laughter of his shows. And underlying it all comes the scratching, popping jazz playing from the ancient recorder in my father's den muffled and distant around the many twists and turns of the narrow hallways. The house is comforting and warm and safe, until everyone has gone to bed, and then the house begins to breathe. When the shadows never stay put where they're supposed to, and the stagnant air drags heavy with unfamiliar taste. The lights are never enough to fill the room, no matter how many switches are turned on, and the silence is never fully silent. A conspicuous sensation of emptiness even softer than the creaking floorboards or the rustle of wooden shutters against the wind. There's something else, something deeper. Almost like someone figured out how to play the sound of silence. Hello darkness, my old friend. To cover up something we weren't supposed to hear. There's an unspoken rule in our house that keeps us quiet at night. 
Sometimes we'll catch one another in the hallways on our way to the bathroom, or when we're poking around the fridge looking for snacks. We'll greet each other with a nod or gesture, or sometimes a whisper if we have to, but we'll never speak out loud. Even as children, my brothers and I never broke the silence at night. It always felt disrespectful, like shouting into church, as though we were interrupting something sacred that was there before we were born and would linger in those walls long after we were gone. Old electrical wiring can have that effect. I sort of like it, though, you know? Makes me feel all snug, like the house is tucking me in at night. It has to do with the ventilation system. I felt it too when we first moved in, but honestly, I hardly even notice it anymore. Just leave a window open if it's bothering you. I just don't know how to explain it to her that the house doesn't want the windows open at night. No one builds a house to feel like this. If you're asking me why, then that's your answer. No one ever built this house. It just grew this way. Uncle Leo. <laughs> don't give me that face. People act like I'm broken just because I don't get around anymore. But being inside all the time has given me and the house a chance to get to know one another. It told me about how people come along sometimes and cut down trees and build up houses and how the land is hurt by it. How do I know? Because as soon as those people get up and leave, the land is going to try and heal itself. The gardens will start taking over the house and the weeds will grow up high and the animals will start jumping fences. And given enough time, you'll never know that people were there at all. Well, it's the same way with this house, only the other way around. The land here was hurt by something a long time ago, hurt by something that was here even before the settlers came. And so the land did what it always does. It grows and it heals. Only some hurts run deep. They never really heal right. And so the land has to grow up a house to trap the hurt and not ever let go. You're only saying that because you're thinking about your legs. Now how is a house supposed to grow out of the ground with all the wires and pipes and things? <laughs> the house didn't grow from scratch carpets and wallpaper and all. The shape of it grew, swelling like a blister on the land. And then the people came along and they must have thought it was an abandoned house that someone before them built. So they fixed it up and made it comfortable for people to live in, as comfortable as they could, considering where it came from. And now it's our turn to watch over the place. What about the hurt that caused it to grow? Where did that go? You wouldn't be up here asking that if you didn't already know. You might not hear this in many songs, but there are some hurts that don't ever go. What about Nine Inch Nails? You might as well make them your friend, because they're going to be there until the end of you. If the house ever decided that it doesn't want us to be here, then you won't need me to tell you that. Is, is that why you won't let my parents bring you to the hospital? 
I can't leave. There would be anger if they made me leave. Later that night... <gasps> Uncle Leo, stop making so much noise. You know the house wants us to be quiet. <gasps> oh, no! Mom! Dad! Something's wrong with Uncle Leo! Stay here with your brothers! We're going with him on the ambulance! All the neighbors standing on their porch, why are they so nosy? Well, I didn't notice with all the beeping machines that the medical responders carried. Why is it so loud? He hates loud noises. Not like he noticed. He's not even conscious. He's gonna die. Don't say that. What? It's true. Take it back. Make me. Well, I'll make you. <laughs> the open door. You're offering me an escape. I won't take it. I can't leave. I can't abandon my friend. I did go I did through go one of those open doors, doors that was offered, that was offered to, me, to me, but not but to go, not outside. To go outside. Instead, Instead, I went I to my uncle's room, room, climbing into his bed and pulling up his blanket and crying, crying until the last haunting echo of anger had settled in quiet, quiet and then into something, something deeper. deeper. That sound that of soft, soft chuckling. chuckling. There's a spirit in the house that no one built, and with it, with it carries a hurt so old that I don't think it will ever heal. I called the house my uncle. I told him that's okay if he never leaves, because I'm never going to leave him either. At night I keep the windows closed, and I stay very quiet, and together we have found peace. And someday, another will name their hurt, and they will know that it is me, and I will never be alone. Please welcome to the show, the Dead Skeleton Dead. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> how you doing? Oh, I'm doing very good. How are you doing? Ah, swell. Hey, Dead. How dead are you? I, I, I'm as dead as dead can be. I'll tell you what. It's not very easy being dead, but I think I've mastered the technique of being dead. You don't say. Hey, we've got our own dead master on the show. Garth Garfunkel's been dead many times. Hey, Garfunkel, how many times have you died now? Ooh, thousands. Well, how old are you? Hmm. It's hard to say, Doctor. Are you only counting the living years? Or just my existence as a whole? I know I know what you can do. If you if you take a saw, if you cut his leg open and you kind of you count the rings on the inside of his bone. Like like much like you would do a tree. If you were going to cut down a tree, and uh, you would you would you would count the rings, and each ring represents a year that the, that the tree was alive, and I guess you could probably do that with your with your butler, did you say? <laughs> I like your spirit, but please don't give Iris any ideas. She's already standing by with a bone saw. Iris, put it up. Bone saw is ready. Iris. Jerk, you never let me have fun. He's a robot or a butler? I can't, I'm not sure. I well, to be quite honest, we're not real sure either. <laughs> He's not a robot. Are you? I have my off days. What, is, what does that even mean? 
You know, if he was a robot, you could call him a robo-butler, or you could call him, I don't know what you would call him. I'd call him Garth Garfunkel, because we're just not into labels here, dead. <laughs> what does he smell like, I wonder? Ah, why don't you give him a sniff and find out? <sighs> Decay? I usually find smells like fermented cheese. Do you like fermented cheese? I do too. I love I love Gouda cheese. I love mozzarella cheese. I love um, Parmesan cheese. Oh, that reminds me. I brought a snack tray. It's the Happy Old Coffee Snack Break. Aries, what the hell was that? Funky keeps busting into interviews with snacks each episode, so I made a sounder for every time he does it. I didn't come prepared with cheese, but I can run to the fridge and get some Kraft Singles for you. Kraft Singles? I, I do like that. I do like Kraft Macaroni and Cheese, too. That's pretty good. Kraft Macaroni and Cheese? You know, I hear that's the meal of choice in bingo halls around the world. Uh, where, where, where did you hear that? I might have just made it up. Are you talking about Don't Let the Dead Bugs Bite? No, but we should. It's an excellent book. <laughs> you should all go check it out. Tell me again, who is the author of that book? Are you not able to see with those eyes you are given? Or do you not even have any eyes? I'm not quite sure if you have eyes or not, but... I can I can see fine. I just... What is preventing you from being able to read? No, Dead. I just thought it would be nice to allow you to introduce friend of the Dead Skeleton Show, Steve Smina. But I guess I'll do it for you. You've got a glassed out over eye and the other one's lazy. Lazy? Have you ever have you ever thought of taking that other eye to the gym? Maybe doing some some workouts, you know, you could stairmaster or the treadmill or something like that. You can look at them and maybe your eye will get stronger because you'll be looking back and forth and up and down and you you know, you can see you can watch them and you can actually train your eye that way. Aries goes to the gym, but it's mostly just to try to hook up with dudes. You're really reaching now. Oh, don't try to play it off. Dead saw you there last week. What were you saying about it? So she ends up having to date like a Dracula character, a vampire, right? And I don't know if you've ever noticed this before, but Draculas and witches, they, they have trouble getting along. True that. You know, being part of the Orlock family, I come from a long line of Draculas. Oh my goodness, that, that is a very... The Count Orlock? Is, is that what you're saying? That is a very, um... Prick! <laughs> Yes, he is a total prick. Once he found out I didn't carry any vampiric blood and decided to go into the medical industry, he totally cut me out of his will. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know what? Okay, yeah. F that guy, right? Who cares about Kant or Lockie? You're not getting any residuals from his movie, are you? I, 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 I take it. <laughs> what did he, did he want to be buried with all of his, uh, his loot? What, what you, oh, he dust has rights? Well, I'm not quite sure of that. Why don't you just get like a, a feather duster and like brush him away, right? Brush him away or an end, some end dust, some Windex or some Febreze or something like that. You can, you can sweep him up. You can throw him out the window. You know, maybe, maybe bring him out to sea. Maybe you can bring him out in a boat and you can dump him like a can of ashes or something. You can dump him into the water. Kind of like the Big Lebowski. Have you ever seen the Big Lebowski? They take the dust and they put them in the coffee can, right? And then they, they let him out into the ocean in a Folgers can or something like that, and they kind of dump it in the ocean and it gets all over, the wind catches it and it gets all over the beard of the Big Lebowski, the dude, the dude, and water, and you know, it's, it's a pretty good movie. I highly recommend it. Ha <laughs> ha! I like your spunk, but I, uh, I'm not quite sure why you had to physically flesh out getting onto an actual boat and going out to sea to illustrate your story, and I'm doubly not sure why I just went along with it. My favorite movie of all time would have to be Pee-wee's Big Adventure.
Huh. Where exactly are we? Oh, look out for those rocks! You're gonna crash! We are on the beach! We're on the beach! Oh, look at that! A coconut just washed up ashore! Look at that! That's amazing! Do you, do you like coconuts? It's a head? Oh my goodness, I wonder if it at least tastes like a coconut. I'm very thirsty and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of running out of options here, so I might have to drink whatever's in the head of the, the coconut head that just ro ro washed up on the side of the beach here. Oh, low tide! Oh yeah. Well, you know what? It, it, it did come at low tide. If only we had a straw, we could probably share it. You know, I don't want to share share germs, right? So, can you? Are you able to make like a straw out of bamboo? Do you think maybe is there any bamboo on this island we can use? Wait a second. You know what? We've got enough bamboo. We can actually make a surfboard out of this. What do you think of that? Or a rat? Wait a second. I'm this car. We are on the beach. Have you ever been surfing before? You drowned. It's a horrible story. Tell me more about your drowning. Wait, you slipped in the bathroom and you, you drowned in the toilet? Is that the way you died? Oh, <laughs> so you drowned, but you came back to life. Who resuscitated you? She probably held your head down. That's right. She can't really breathe, so it'd be hard to blow life back into you, right? Are you sure you don't have a Terminator in your house? That's... <laughs> Tell me the reason. <laughs> oh, so she couldn't kill you. Okay, well, you know what? You know what? You gotta make sure there's no fungus on those toes, right? You might you might have to bring some athlete's foot spray or whatever. Okay, anyway, more about your robot. This robot's trying to kill you and it doesn't she doesn't have any arms, right? Dead dead. Dead, I don't mean to interrupt, but are you on the phone with Garth Garfunkel? Yes. Well, not to be rude or anything, but could you carry on the conversation later and tell him to send help? Oh my goodness, thank you so much for the great interview. And I'd like to promote my show. It's called The Dead Skeleton Show. It's on YouTube. Make sure you, when you get there, you want to subscribe, right? You want to become a ding-dong. You'll get notified of all the future episodes of The Dead Skeleton Show. You don't want to ever miss an episode, right? And make sure you leave likes and comments. Dad, we need the Coast Guard. Come on. We'll see you next time on The Dead Skeleton Show. Tell Garth goodbye, and you'll talk to him later. Okay, take it easy. Bye-bye. Uh. Here at Two Planet Productions, Dr. We're taking pictures of your sister and your mom. Our mission is to listen to the vision of what you want to do. Your special memories will capture in case there is a rapture. Take your wedding pictures up to heaven with you. ProductionsDotCon. Buy the pictures that I took of your mom at ToPlanetProductions.com.